welcome to another episode of Tea in a Porch. This is Mike Smith. And today is uh, March 29th. Wow. This month has gone by fast, hasn't it? So, uh, how, uh, how are you? How are you this week? How has this week been? What's been happening with everyone? You know, um, yesterday was... Yesterday, something was up. I was, uh, found myself dropping things and feeling clumsy. Traffic was bad. Traffic's always bad. But it was just a, just a strange day. Even the cat... playing this beautiful guitar right now. This is a Goya guitar. I bought it at the guitar shop for a whopping $250. It's nylon string. When I went down to the store to pick it up, um, it, was, um, it was sitting on the shelf. And I play this guitar next to a brand new Taylor guitar. So I played it next to a Taylor guitar. And the Taylor guitar was $800. This one was like $250. It's an old 1950 Goya guitar. The, the serial number is actually written in ink inside of it. It's got a chip on it. It looks like it's beat up and everything. And it sounded so much warmer than the Taylor guitar did. The Taylor guitar, the nylon Taylor guitar, was $800. This one was a lot cheaper. So I had a pickup put into it. had a pick in another hundred into it to get it fixed up sounding better. And I play it all the time. Um, I'm practicing a little bit right now because my, uh, my fourth finger's hurting. I don't know what happened to it. I just started having this pain yesterday. So I've been drinking tea with turmeric in it. But this guitar is great because I can play three to four hours a day, which is what I do in some of my gigs. <clears throat> and when I do that, um, my fingers really start hurting. So this way I can, I can do that without hurting my fingers as much. And my voice is getting stronger too. So let's go into some present awareness, non-duality, ways of seeing life. Let's get wise. Um, I've got my cup of tea. Hopefully you do too. And you can, perhaps when you listen in this show, just stop and listen. Because I'm going to go over some poetry in a little bit. And we're going to review some of these poems. And they'll help you open up to 
the non-dual state of being, which it makes that sound like it's something different, like it's a different place. I think for many people it would be. Um, if you're living your life constantly thinking that you are your name and you feel like you're holding up life, like there's a black cloud that you're holding up, and you feel like that you're, that you're trying to control the day and that you have to do all these things to, to find happiness, then you're living in a state where perhaps the true essence is veiled by a few things. The true essence is not seen. And this is an important uh, thing to notice because... The, um, the truth of who you are is available and there's a whole different way of living life. There's a whole easier way of living life. I remember many times being younger and lost in, in this character. Of uh, I, had, I had a visual picture of Mike and I needed to get Mike to another place. Now, oftentimes Mike would find spiritual moments. Mike would do Reiki and oh yeah and I'd find Reiki and I would feel good and peaceful while I was doing Reiki. And that only lasted maybe 20 minutes or an hour because then I was back into the next thing like now I have to do all this other stuff to get back to Reiki. And it's not until you realize that everything is that energy of Reiki. Everything is. And you don't have to study Reiki to know that. Everything is that energy of, of peace. Everything is, everything is energy. I don't know how else to say it. Once that's seen, uh, then you can, you can very easily just see presence as everything. And I mean as objects, people. So to help on this path today of seeing things, I'm going to go through some poems. These are the poems that I wrote in a book called Selling Nails on the Beach. And um, after I opened up and had this big shift of awareness and awakening and, and just seeing everything as one, I just started cranking out poems and writing and writing and writing and writing because I felt like I needed to lock in, to hold on and bookmark this this moment. I mean, everything, and, and there was an, it was a really, oneness appears in grand experiences where suddenly it comes in like a, like a, like a hot cup of coffee loaded with sugar and cream and it goes, boom, here it is all on your taste buds and it makes you dance and go look at this look at this look at this look at this and you see that there's no defined edges to anything you look at objects you look at people you look at scenes you look at your thoughts you look at everything and you realize all of this is just one energy appearing as everything and it comes in like a lion like that it just goes boom there it is I think this happens as our as our awakening to to help us really just see what is uh, what's really there to really see through the veil and go wow there it is there it is 
Um, so that's kind of a beautiful, a beautiful moment. But then over time, what happens next is the story will return into itself. Another story will come back in. You'll go back into the Mike character, or whatever your name is, Bob, Sally, Joe character, and you'll start, and then you'll think, oh, I've lost it. But it's almost like it comes back and it goes, okay, now, now I'm going to show you this amazing oneness, this amazing present awareness appearing as everything, and now I'm going to go back and show you what you were looking at. And it goes back and forth comparing them. And remembering is the most important part, because now when you go back and all of a sudden you become a wave again, it's seen through. I like to use the phrase, it's almost like seeing, you know, knowing Santa Claus isn't real, but yet you still go through Christmas. So you now go through and see, okay, life isn't really real, but you still go through the motions. And you sometimes get up on stage as a character and you play in these emotions fully. And they're, they're beautiful. And then you may go back and see oneness and then go back and lose or forget that and go back and be a character again. And it goes back and forth and it, and it blinks in and out and in and out in both. Then over time, as you start going back and forth, you start remembering more and more from the state of oneness as you move forward. So as you forget, you'll suddenly remember more. And then you'll find yourself at times with baseball games. You're watching a baseball game and boom. The, um, the people, the game, the ball, everything just becomes a presence of energy. And you're just amazed, speechless. And you're feeling amazing. And this also happens if you go to a rock concert and everybody's singing together. You know, as you're watching the rock concert and everybody's there with their stinking cell phones... You look up to see your favorite band and you see 4,000 cell phones in front of you. Ugh. I call those level three zombies. They're like... The first, first level of zombie is as we forget who we are. And the second level is we, we go into deeper character, forgetting more. And level three is you go into, you go into um, your cell phone digital world so deeply that you don't even remember your world of, the world of Mike, the world of me, which means you probably have no chance of going back and finding the world of presence, which is your real truth, unless they can come up with some technology that will somehow open people up through the technology of cell phones. I don't know. Maybe it'd be some camera that just shows pictures of the sky, and people go, oh my gosh, there I am. <laughs> Who knows? to see where that goes but technology is also waking up a lot of people look at what's happening right now here this you're listening to this podcast I'm doing some things and finding beauty in that so let me go into some poems from selling nails on the beach and um, I'll read some of these directly Maybe I'll put some guitar to some of them, too. I think that would be pretty, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think that might be nice. So here's, here's one poem. 
which I really like. This one's called Society as That. Now, when I say the word that, that, again, if I were to sit you on the beach and you were to sit there for four hours by yourself on the beach, just you, beautiful sunny day, 75 degrees, there's no one on the beach except you. You look to the left, there's just sand, sand, and beautiful shores. Sounds like that, right? The seagulls make noise. <laughs> so there you are sitting there for four hours. And if I walk up to you at the end of that four hours and I say, who are you right now? You would say, I am that. I'd say, what is, what is that? What do you mean that? And you say, I'm that, that, just that's that, that breeze. Feel that breeze? That's me. Feel that sand? That's me. Feel the, that ocean? That's me. Feel that wave? Yes. Hear that sound? Yes. I am that. Babies do this. They look at things and go that, that, that. That is a way of describing the endless presence of everything. That. Look at that. And you say, well, where am I looking? Look at that. It's, you're looking at the place that you never look at, the place you look through to see something else. Okay? You got that? This is who you are. So I wrote a poem about that. Society, <laughs> I wrote a poem about that. Society as that. And it goes like this. All children crying tonight, stop and be still. You are love. All teenagers lost in fear, stop and be still. You are peace. All mothers praying for healing, stop and be still. You are God. All fathers pushing to make it, stop and be still. You are it. All lost ones in thought, stop and be very still. You are truth. All nations fighting to be free, stop and be still. You are already freedom. Know this in stillness, it is you. So this poem is about everyone that is trying to get to some place. And it's about the realization that they already are that place. So the children that are crying, if they stop in stillness, they'll see the stillness is the love they seek. Teenagers who are lost in fear. Fear is being in one place and worried about what's going to happen at the next place. And that makes no sense. If you're in one place and you're worried about what is going to happen a month from now with a certain event, keep in mind that by the time that event comes to you and appears, that you will be a different being in presence when that happens. You'll be able to handle what takes place in that. It's just a thought, it's an idea. There, technically, there is no future of something up ahead. It's a thought pattern is what it is. A thought appears that says, um, a thought appears that says, I have to take a driver's test. So that thought appears, okay, I have to take a driver's test. And then all these other thoughts come up that say, okay, well, now let's move to start taking the driver's test. So then all of a sudden actions take place. These actions take place. And the next thing you know, the driver's test is being administered to you. However, if you really look deeply at it, you never moved. You never actually physically moved anywhere. 
all of it appears upon the canvas or the screen, which is you. You never moved one place to another. Movement happens through you, but all these things come to you. So the driver's test comes to you. Now the driver's test is you also. The entire test, the meeting, and everything that takes place is you. It's already you. If you were to go and, and stop the driver's test in the middle of it, and, and let's say you're in the car with the instructor, and you were to take your hand and put your hand on the instructor's hand and just leave it there for a total of three minutes and just breathe and sense, you would sense that there's no difference between you and that person. That person is you. You place your hand upon the steering wheel. From where are you sensing and picking up the sense of the feeling of the steering wheel? See how this is happening? You go through that entire experience, and if you could take the time and move through it very slowly and touch, listen, feel, sense everything, you would find that everything that you're sensing, seeing, feeling, is presence. It is, it is a awareness. It's an awareness of who you are. It's your spirit, energy, presence appearing and expressing out as that. All of it coming to you. You never, you never left your couch at home. Everything appeared. As you walked, the things appeared to you. They dissolved behind you. As you moved, things appeared. As you drove, things appeared to you, and they dissolved behind you. There's never any movement, ever. This is very deep. I'm surprised I'm throwing this out there right now, but if you get this, it can make life absolutely amazing. Or terrifying, too. It depends on how you look at it. <laughs> but it's, it's rather wild. Um, so... The point is, all teenagers lost in fear stop and be still. You are peace. This means that everything that appears in your life is peace. It's peace. It's grace. It's beauty. It's, it's presence. It's that. It's that. Look at that appearing. Even the ideas of anything is that. All mothers praying for healing stop and be still. You are God. We don't like to use the word God much. To most people, it's something that religions have taken and they've placed the beautiful word of God over on the left-hand side up, on the, up in the sky about seven miles and they put a beard and a red chair and someone who has judgment. And that's how they make money. And they pass a hat around and say, here, pay for this. Pay for what? You know, pay for the illusion that you're paying for. So that's what's happening with that. Um... Let's bring God back. Let's bring that word God back. Everything is God. And if you say, well, that, that doesn't include me. Well, that's just a thought pattern that you've been programmed to believe. This God is you. Everything is God. Everything is. Um, all fathers pushing to make it stop and be still. There's an incredible push to get life, to get on top of life, to seize the day, to be more of life. And what is more of life? We have these ideas that, okay, to be a real success in life, you have to have the job, the house, and the kids. And that's the most important thing. Um, and it all comes to money. And it comes to a point, I guess, we have this idea where we are, you know, sitting retired with um, $400,000 in the bank, and our kids are off going to college and everything is going perfectly well. 
And that's the idea we have. Well, if you've never touched a flower while you've done that entire path to get to that place, then when it comes time to touch a flower now in your retirement, you won't be able to know what the touch of a flower is. You will have missed it. So even in the moment when you're looking and stopping to try to rest into what you've been chasing the whole time, you won't know it when you see it. So that's, that's a waste. Father's pushing to make it. So stop and be still. The path right now is it. Everything is it. If you're in a very crazy job right now and you can't stand it, look again. Stop and look at what's there. Presence is everything. Everything is the divine Buddha. And if it is, then where's there to look? This knowingness, awareness of this presence will switch everything that you know. Everything will change. You'll see things differently. Things will be reacting differently. Um, so the Father's pushing to make it. Yeah. All lost ones in thought, stop and be very still. Your truth. We, we get lost in thought so much, thinking, 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 thinking. Our schools teach us to think. They teach you to think more, think stronger. There's, um, what is it, Elon Musk is doing a pill right now that makes you think more. Um, so, I, I can't get my head around that. Why would you want to be able to think more? The pill apparently makes you think clearer. I don't know, maybe the pill opens you up to non-duality. So which case, if that's the case, it then erases your brain. I don't know. It's, I just, I just, I read that and thought, that's insane. Um, thoughts appear. You're not thinking. You don't think your thoughts. As I said in some of my other podcasts, take a moment and think up your next thought. Is there anything there? Are you able to do that? What is your thought going to be in 20 minutes from now? What's your thought going to be 20 seconds from now? What's your next thought going to be? You can't do this. If you can't think your next thought, that means you're not controlling these thoughts. So is the key to be a better thinker so that you learn how to maneuver through objects better? To get to where? Where are you trying to get to if you maneuver through objects better? You think better, become smarter, get a better job, and get more money so that you can get to some place. What's the place you're trying to get to? Probably the place where you can rest and say, where I can relax and feel at home. Well, you can do that right here, now, right now, with this, with this free podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right here, you, yes, you, for $19.99 a month. <laughs> This free podcast, you can right now, right here, claim this. You can claim presence. And it, and it comes down to a matter of looking as to what's more real. What is it that, what is it that doesn't change? Thoughts come and go. You have a thought that comes and goes. What were you worried about yesterday? Do you remember? What were you worried about three days ago? Do you remember? What were you worried about 10 years ago? Do you remember? No. Okay. So what was your state of present mind 10 years ago? You don't know. However, go sit on the beach right now. That that you feel, is that not the same feeling you had when you were 5 years old, 20 years old, 15 years old? 
That never changes. That is always there. Presence is always there. Presence is watching thoughts. So people that are lost in thoughts, stop and be very still. You are truth. Yeah. Um, Elon Musk and the smart pill. That's fun. <laughs> if anybody's taken that, contact me. I'd like to see what happens. All nations fighting to be free. Stop and be still. You're already freedom. Yeah, this that's just part of war. War is fear. And it's fear of of what is to be. Know this in stillness, it is you. Okay. So that's one little poem called Society is That. Um this next poem I think I'll play some music to. Let's let's do that one. Because this next one is about Oh, it's about love. Can it get any better than that? We go right into love. And it's only 9.15 in the morning. And here we are talking about love. Love. The thing we chase. The thing we want. If we just only could have enough love in our life. A lover. Oops, hang on. So, we'll do a love song. I don't think I'm allowed to actually play songs on the podcast. There's something called copywriting or something. this shit up as I go along. So here's the poem. It's all there. It's called Love Is. Uh, Love Is. All there is is love. Forms of love. Love in form. There is no you. There is no me. There's only love. Love pretending to be us. That's kind of cool. I don't know, so I could put some I could put some real simple chords together. These would be your basic Christian chords, which is like two or three chords. I could do it with like this. about there is um see what i was talking about there in this poem is there's only love love pretending to be us so this goes back to what is what is that so let's go back to that you're, you're on the beach and i say to you after being there four hours what are you seeing and you say i just that there's nothing but that here that 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 let's take an eyedropper full of some flavor and drop it into the presence of awareness and what do you get? You you add some aliveness to it. The space between you and an object in front of you is a clearness. It's a color clear. The color clear is what you see all around you. Everything is the color clear. But that makes it more scientific. That's kind of like a... There's a bit of emptiness there. 
Perhaps we change the words from emptiness to that, from, from emptiness, that, present awareness, and we call it love. Love. So what is this that's all around us that warms us all the time? What is this that everything appears upon and within? What is it that, that permeates everything? We can say space. Everything is space. The sky is everything. The other way of doing it is say everything is love. Love. Love seems to bring then an aliveness. It makes the molecules and atoms dance with what is there. It adds a lot of beauty. So love is. All there is is love. Love. Forms of love. Love and form. There is no you. There is no me. There's only love. Love pretending to be us. That's a nice little poem. Here's one that's... Um, here's another poem that is... Um, little more humorous I think it's called the movie and it says when the screen of life projects an illusion of fear when the screen projects horror and misery look down at your popcorn box I like that one so when the screen of life projects an illusion of fear and when the screen projects horror and misery look down at your popcorn box that act of looking at your popcorn box takes you away from from the horror that you're watching I remember going to see Friday the 13th movie with my sister and all of our friends. There must have been 12 of us in the movie theater, maybe 14 of us. And we all went to go see that movie because my sister said that there's a moment in that movie where somebody takes an axe and they just put it into the skull of another person, splits their head in two. We're like, oh, we got to go see that. That was back, you know, in the late 70s when... They didn't show that kind of stuff in movies. They didn't have like the Saw movies that they have out now where, you know, you see that within the first three minutes of the movie, somebody's got their head split open. Um, the special effects were used um, sparingly back then because they were, some of them were going for more of a plot. Nowadays it seems to be, there is some plot, but there's a lot of, I don't know, a lot of um, action, too much action. So we all lined up. And we got in the theater and we sat there. And my sister said, all right, you know, we watch, we're watching the movie. We're all watching the movie. And then all of a sudden she said, here it comes, here it comes. This is the part right here. You know, ruined it for us. And <laughs> I looked up at the screen. And I looked up at the screen and watched the, the, the scene she talked about with the axe going through the head. And then I looked over and saw all my friends had their eyes covered. All 12 to 14 of them all had their, their hands over their eyes covering from that part. It was funny. They, they, you know, so that was their way of going into presence at that moment. So you stop looking at the screen and you go to your popcorn box and you look at your box of popcorn. Um, how do we equate this with life? Well, you have a busy day. You have lots of stuff to do. You have all this craziness happening. That's the crazy movie. And... And you, being upset about everything, you're part of the movie now, too. That's what happens. So you become part of this movie. And the, um, the craziness in your life is part of the movie. And now you're a character in it. How do you get out from being a character? How do you get out from underneath of this, this freaking mess? Well, basically, you look down at your popcorn box. And the way we look at your popcorn box would be you then look at 
what is happening. You stop and you say, presence is appearing. You whisper to yourself, presence is appearing as everything. And you can look and you can start seeing that what is there, the presence that is there, that is you, that doesn't change. What part of you doesn't change? And now look and you can now watch yourself caught in the movie. Watch the what be the watcher of all of this. Step back and be the watcher of all of this. And by doing this, that's looking at your popcorn box. You suddenly change and you shift back as, oh my God, what a fucked up day. I'm watching all of this. I'm watching the rain. I'm watching the potholes. I'm watching the the the, the traffic. I'm watching the place I have to get to. And I'm watching this me try to get to through all of this. I'm watching me get through all of this. And this is where we go back into our own our own presence and by doing that that heals us all right we will do one more poem and then i'm going to call it a day because i got to get some breakfast so um let's see here i'm just going to open up this book and ah oh, here's a good one to end one this is called immersed okay immersed i have dissolved into the beloved now, the term beloved here, I use that word once in a while in this book. It, it's um, Beloved is another way of saying that. It's another way of saying presence, another way of saying love, another way of saying God, another way of saying um, universe, another way of saying space. We are all space, space. So I've dissolved into the beloved. I've dissolved into space, basically. I knock and I wait for others to enter, but they are all still dancing in the play, running in the scene or drowning in their waves. I wait immersed, unable to explain. Let me read it again to you. I love this poem. It's called Immersed. I have dissolved into the beloved. I knock and wait for others to enter, but they are all still dancing in the play, running in the scene or drowning in their waves. I wait, immersed, unable to explain. I wrote this poem at a time when the opening and the shift just took place. And I sat there going, what is this? I, I can't explain this. I'm immersed in something. And it feels like everybody else is still running around doing all these other things. Well, they appear to be, and even to this day, they appear to be running around in a different dimension. So if you're sitting here now going, I feel presence, I feel beauty, but yet, the rest of the world seems to be over there in another dimension. I can't grasp them. The reason that's happening is because they are showing up as expressions of your presence. They're connected to you, but not really you. They are the painting, you are the canvas. The only way you're going to know yourself as a canvas is to always have the painting, painting itself out there. Painting, 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 painting. All the characters are being painted. So there, there, there is never going to be that deep connection that you had before. If you're the painting, you can play within the other paintings and be aware of the canvas. Oh, the canvas is over there. But then once you become the canvas, then you can immerse into the paintings, but you're not ever those paintings again. 
You know, I used this quote before. I said, when Dorothy discovered Oz, she realized that she couldn't go back home. She had to go through it. She had to keep going through Oz. So once you open to present awareness, you can't go back. It's, it's like I said, it's like seeing Santa Claus and knowing Santa Claus. You can't go back and say, oh, I can do this. So since you can't go back, and since you can't go back to believing Santa Claus is real, you can't go back to believing that the rest of the world is real. And since you can't go back to believing the rest of the world is real, you can't immerse yourself in the painting like you used to. Now, there'll be moments where you do, where you're playing sports and you're hanging with friends, and you'll do that. But you won't do it with the heaviness that you had before. You'll do it with a lightness. There'll be a beautiful lightness that's there. And it'll be like a lightness that says, it doesn't matter who wins or loses this game. The idea that this game is just playing itself, playing itself, makes it beautiful. So there's phases. You might feel immersed for a while and feel like things are over there are not you. Allow it to keep cooking and moving through you. You're not in charge of this. Allow this to keep going. And as it keeps going, it'll keep moving and keep moving. So we'll end there. That's a, that's a beautiful way to sum this up because that's one of the biggest challenging questions is, hey, I found peace, and what the fuck's going on with the rest of the world? So this has been a really good show of the tea and on a porch show. No, I hate the name of the show. I should have named it something different. So this has been a really good show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yes, it has. Yes, it has. Thanks for listening. I'll be back again next week with another show. If you have questions, please write them to me because I'm not getting any questions. I think there's a place you can go to my website. You can just write to me directly, email, and I'll answer questions. If you have ideas for the show, I can do that. Maybe you want to hear drums instead of a guitar. Or flutes. Or maybe you want to hear less poetry. Maybe you want to hear, I don't know, some quotes from Alice in Wonderland. Wouldn't that be fun? That's a really wild thing to do. Alright folks, have a good day. Have a good week. And uh, take some of the stuff I'm showing you and put it into practice. I will catch all of you later. See you later.